The following is a podcast from Taylor Productions in association with AO Studios. The opinions of this podcast are solely of the individual and have no affiliation with Sanderson High School or the Wake County Public School System. Republication of this broadcast is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of Taylor Productions. High atop 8333 Towers is the voice of the Spartans podcast with Will Taylor. On this week's show, your local news, Sanderson basketball report, NFL playoffs report, your new person of the week, news of the weird, the curmudgeon commentary, and much, much more. The man who hit Tom Brady and left him bloody, Will Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's show. You're listening to the Voice of the Spartans podcast. My name is Will Taylor. We're back! (laughs) After a few-month hiatus, and I do mean a few months, uh, I've been busy with my full-time job, among many other things that have been going on. We'll we'll get into that. Uh, We've actually hit 2022, believe it or not. And almost, and then we're almost to one of my favorite months of the year, February. And uh, I can't believe we've actually gotten here. We've actually had a winter here in Raleigh this year. <laughs> it's amazing. It's the experience, and I got to experience uh, my first blizzard in quite a while uh, up in the high country of North Carolina. Um, we're gonna get all into that. It's it's just it's gonna happen. I appreciate y'all listening out there wherever you are on your listening devices. You can find us on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, and chief listening platform, Spotify. The show is on social media through my personal pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Plus, you can find us on the show's own Instagram uh, page and account, Voice of the Spartans underscore podcast. We've got lots going on. Uh, had lots going on in the last few months, so we've got a great show for you. We'll have your local news from Raleigh, Wake County, North Carolina, and beyond. 
The Sanderson men's and women's basketball team's season is almost over, and we'll jump into this year's squads and what they've been doing and how they are. If y'all haven't fully recovered from this past weekend set of NFL playoff games, all were decided in either overtime or the last second, then you might you might need some Advil or some wake-up juice because we have the AFC and the NFC Championship games this coming weekend. As always, we'll have your favorite segments. We'll get into some news of the weird, plus your new person of the week, plus a new curmudgeon commentary, uh, <laughs> which we might have to have a separate show on this one. <laughs> you never know. Have you already broken your New Year's resolutions? Well, I really didn't make one myself, but uh, we'll get into why it's so hard to keep uh, keep it so. And uh, so sit back, relax, grab a hot toddy, coffee, you know, <laughs> whatever your favorite winter drink of choice is, and let's go down and get into the bobsled and go for a ride. You're listening to the Voice of the Spartans Pat podcast. Glad to be back with you guys. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your news here in Wake County, North Carolina, and beyond. <laughs> well, if you haven't been, uh, if you've been out of the country, I wouldn't say out of the country, if you've been out of the state lately, you have actually missed a whole lot because uh, Raleigh and the state of North Carolina had some snow. It's amazing. <laughs> we had a winter. So, um, and if you missed it last week, last week, the uh, last week or last, the last time we had a snow event was, um, I don't think we really had any snow the first, um, in 2021, well, 2021, I should say, I don't think we really had any snow. I think it snowed like some flakes and we got lucky with that, but, uh, I don't think there was really anything else, but, uh, we had some actual measurable snow the other week. And uh, I think Raleigh got about four inches of snow and it, uh, the schools closed on that Friday uh, and it hadn't gotten here yet. So uh, par for the course for Wake County. <laughs> so, uh, well, guess what? We're in for some more snow, believe it or not. Um, snow is likely in central North Carolina for a third weekend in a row. Um but you don't really need to be bringing out the shovels and you don't really need to be bringing out the getting the milk and the bread. By the way, went to the store the other day. You still can't find anything. It's just, it, it's unbelievable, this this state and just everything going on. But anyway, uh, well, as of, as of uh, this, uh, as of Thursday, how much are we going to see? Well, they think we're going to see about an inch to an inch and a half here in the triangle and uh, places northeast and northwest of the triangle will see about one to three inches. They really don't know. This is a big, fat, uh, low-pressure system that is coming up the coast, and it's really supposed to dump a lot of stuff in the uh, northeastern part of the country, uh, another nor'easter for them, and so it could be a very uh, big-time blizzard event, if you will, uh, up there in the northeast. So stay tuned. Don't, you know, don't panic. Don't go to the store. Don't make crazy, you know, unrational decisions. Well, <laughs> you've probably already done that. 
not you, no, but you know, there, there are people that just, they, they can't handle it. It's, it's just, uh, anyway, but, um, all right. In other news, in, uh, in fact, let's, let's go to the other news. Let's go to the other news and try to figure out what's going on. Um, besides the weather, um, have you been paying attention this week? The, uh, Everybody is losing their mind over the at-home COVID tests and the shortage that they're having. And you know that the uh, the guy named President Biden he said that he would um, he would give us about what did they say six hundred million worth of <laughs> of at-home COVID tests. God forbid we're all gonna we're all gonna get tested. We're all gonna be fine. Yay! Well, this is coming out of Kinston, North Carolina. The first at-home tests from the federal government are re- are starting to arrive in the state. Uh, Chris Suggs, at a uh, he's a councilman over in Kinston, said he received his test about eight days after the fact that he ordered it and was able to order one day before the site went live. As as you know, the site went live a day early for testing out bugs. But um, he got his stuff and said um, was able to order it through uh, community organizations with the National Organization of Community Health Workers, and uh, you know many others. He said, like many others, including me, have confirmation numbers from the USPS, and they said obviously the USPS. Think about it. The so USPS has said that they <laughs> they have status that says not available. Golly. So anyway, they also said today the White House said tens of millions of at-home tests have arrived and will continue to arrive. The USPS spokesman said the total number of tests ordered will likely be made public later this week. And this is something they should have done at the start of the pandemic. Believe it or not, at-home tests are the savior. Well, I'm here to tell you that at-home tests are not accurate. Believe it or not. They say it's going to save the world. I mean, these at-home tests, you know, they're just like the uh, rapid tests. They're not accurate. So you really are going to have to go get a PCA test, PCR test. I think it's PCR test. A PCR test to really see if you have COVID. And we're going to talk about that later in the show in the curmudgeon commentary because uh, I got a big surprise for you. (laughs) Believe it or not. So if you have not seen your order, of at-home COVID tests, be assured that you will be getting them very soon um, and uh, all will be right with the world. Let me just tell you. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I just, I'm the you know, at-home COVID tests. I mean, I know this for a fact because I had some family members that got COVID and they did the, um, they had the at they had that home COVID test, all tested negative. Well, they went to the doctor and then they went to the testing sites and got PCR tests and they all came back positive. So take that as, as you will. <laughs> but um, also we got some exciting news coming down the pipe. Uh, the Olympics, the Olympics, Winter Olympics will be starting February 3rd. Check your local listings for the NBC affiliate where you will be able to watch them, and they will be this year coming from Beijing, China. Wait a minute. I think 2000, yeah, they had 2008. They had the uh, Olympics, in the Summer Olympics in Beijing at the Bird's Nest, that monstrosity of a stadium that we all uh, were admiring over. It did look like a bird's nest. I mean, it did. So, but um, 
And at the beginning of the show, you know, I said, uh, hop in your bobsled. Well, and also, check this out. I did Speaking of bobsleds, the Jamaican bobsled team did qualify for a four-man event for the first time since, uh, I think, in the early... No, it was in the 90s. Maybe it's in the 90s. The last time they qualified for a four-person team. I remember the... Um, I remember... F- couple of years when last Olympics, the two man bobsled for the Jamaicans, they qualified. But this is the first time since uh, the 90s that they have qualified in a four person event. Everybody's excited. The Jamaican bobsled team. You're going to feel the rhythm, feel the ride. Get on up. It's bobsled time. If you remember that from uh, Cool Runnings. And uh, so everybody is excited about the Olympics. Um, I think they, I think I, I watched some of the Olympic trials. And uh, it's going to be exciting. Going to be exciting. America is going to have a lot of athletes. And I heard uh, your favorite redhead, what's it? Sean White, will be back one more time. <laughs> it's not like he's got enough gold medals in the first place. Okay. Well, that is your um, that is your news uh, for this show for the Voice of the Spartans podcast. Stay tuned for more uh, in the coming weeks of more news, uh, more local news of note. There. Uh, I think we're starved for news right now. <laughs> anyway, but uh, coming up down the pipe, we got some. Uh, I transitioned back in what was this? November, back in November. But after the last uh, podcast I did, last time I had done a podcast, I said I was still in football. Well, football ended in late no- uh, in November, and basketball picked up. And I'm going to tell you, I have done a lot of games. A lot of games. We will get into that. We will get into the both the men's. And the uh, women women's varsity teams uh, have had some up and down seasons uh, this year, and uh, they're about to come to an end. But we will get into that. Talk about how they've been doing, and uh, really, basketball has been my wheelhouse. And uh, I've loved basketball ever since I started. This is my sixth season as a uh, basketball public address announcer, the voice of the Spartans, if you will. Note the name of the podcast. <laughs> So we'll get into that in just a second. So sit back, stay tuned. We'll be back. This is the Voice of the Spartans podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time, the part in the show where we are touch on Sanderson High School sports and uh, right now the Sanderson men's and women's varsity basketball teams are in season matter of fact they're all, they're almost done they have almost completed each other's seasons and um, so far yours truly has done a lot of games as the voice of the Spartans and um, done a lot of uh Done a lot of commentary from uh, my spot courtside uh, on the, I would say, I, I call it the visitor side, but it's, it yeah, it is the visitor side, basically. It's where the scores table is, or the lack of the scores table, because the scores table we have broke. So now we just have a slab of table um, where we're sitting. But uh, let's start with the varsity ladies, the Lady Spartans. Uh, they have had a tough season. I'll just say that. Um, they've had a tough season. They are starting, they're one and 11 overall, uh, so far this year, one and three in the cap six conference. And, uh, it's not, it's, 
I don't know what it is. Sanderson, I mean, I, I feel for the coach. Sanderson women's basketball is not the greatest in the world. But these ladies, they play hard. They go after it. And they listen. They try. and But it's just they, they, have, they turn the ball over way too many times. And it's, and it's happened every, every year since I've been, um, been uh, the announcer for basketball. But um, this year, I would say that, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of, the, one of the harder years they've had recently. So, um, but they are, uh, they did, uh, the other night they were uh, at home against uh, Enlo. And we're able to pull out the win. Uh, the lady, they actually played really well. I mean, but it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, they did play, they did play Enlo, who the, the opponent is, they haven't been great. Their bas- women's basketball team is not the greatest, but um, the Spartans were able to pull it out uh, 42 to 25 in front of uh, many at uh, Spartans Gymnasium. So that they got their first win. And then last night, <laughs> Gotten blown out by the Cardinal Gibbons Crusaders, fifty-six to sixteen. Uh, the Spartans this year are led by a batch of seniors that I am very proud of. Uh, first off, center and power forward six. Not uh, she is a senior number thirty-five, Naraya Joiner. She has done very well this year and improved greatly. Uh, senior number twenty-three, Haley Barsanis. Also. Uh, Senior number 22, Rory Smith, who's been with the team for quite some time. Uh, also, let's see. Actually, there are no more seniors, believe it or not. And uh, and this year, the uh, Spartans are led by freshman point guard, uh, number 15, Stella Puckett. And uh, you can tell she's a freshman, but she's done well. She's improved every year, uh, improved every game. So, um, you know, it's been a struggle, but these girls have played well. They, they've played well at times, and they've improved, and uh, I'm I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of them. But like I said, the season is over, uh, just about over, and they have uh, – they have uh, – I only have right many more games than I thought. Um, they do have many a lot of games left. Uh, let's see, one, two – let's see, one Friday, and then uh, one, two, three, four, five, six home, six more games. But uh, they will celebrate senior night since it's a quad, and both the varsity men and varsity women will be in action, um, along with the two JV teams. And senior night will be Friday, the February 4th, and that game will be against Broughton and all the cheerleaders and the uh, – Varsity women and varsity men will be high, be uh, between games of um, the men and the women. Well, now we are going to switch over to the varsity men. The varsity men have done, uh, I guess, they were doing okay. They were doing okay. They were floating. They had a good. Uh, they started out okay. They um, and then they had a really good tournament up there in North Granville. And uh, right now, their overall record um, is seven and ten, seven and ten, and one in one in ten at I'm um, not one in ten. Um, excuse me, one at not one. God, will can't talk. One in three. There we go. Uh, one in three in the Cap Six Conference. Uh, they are led by a bunch of seniors this year. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go down the list. Senior. Um, Senior uh, power forward, excuse me. Senior power forward number thirty-five, Nolan Ford. Also number uh, senior. Uh, let's see. Let me go up here once. There we go. Uh, senior shooting guard, 
20, number 21, Dawson Finema, senior point guard. Number 14, Lamar Lyons. Also, uh, let's see. Is there, oh, also, key player. He's starting as a freshman. He's a, but the family lineage is uh, in his blood because his sibling, his older sister Rachel, played on the varsity women's team and was quite good at what she did. And uh, the freshman number five, Nathan Fife, also a key player uh, for the varsity men. And uh, you know, like I said, it's been a struggle for the varsity men and um, this year. And so, you know, they've been up, they've been down, they they've played well at times. They, they get down, and then they come back, and it's a little bit too late. Uh, you know, they had a tough non-conference schedule. I mean, they started out with Millbrook. God knows. I mean, and you lose to Millbrook. And then they were uh, – and and then they also played Cary, Heritage. Uh, Southeast Raleigh is actually is a, um, is a non-conference opponent this year. And then they got into conference play after a tournament. Like I said, they did well at the – uh, tournament up in North South is it North Granville South Granville I said that, but um, and then they've just lost some tough games. They uh, lost in overtime to Enloe by three on the nineteenth. They lost by three at home to Leesville, and then uh, apparently last night they lost to Cardinal Gibbons by quite a lot. So and then they have about they have four they have four games left. Three of them being at home. Um, and, well, excuse me, five games left. They will have, they will be in action Friday night against Athens Drive. That will be away. And then their next three or f- three, three of the last four that they play will be in Spartans Gymnasium. And um, like I said, it's been a struggle, but you know, it's, you can get better and they have, they've been up and down. They've been up and down. I'll say that, but um, it's Sanderson. What do you, what do you say? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> so there you go. There is your Spartan basketball report for this week. And uh, we will get into more of that next week with more scores. And uh, the week that was is the way I think I'm going to do it. Yep, that's the way I'm going to do it. And so next up, coming down the line, we will have your person of the week as well as the curmudgeon commentary. That sucker will be a doozy. <laughs> Let me just tell you, I got it already. <laughs> but first, we'll reveal your person of the week. So stay tuned. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to introduce you to this week's brand new person of the week. And we will go into the Major League Baseball world and uh, select that said person. Uh, and I want to get into it when we get into this topic because it's really kind of it's kind of a big topic that's been going going on for the last week or so because of what's been going on in uh, Major League Baseball. But I'll go ahead and reveal your person of the week, a gentleman that has just been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame for the class of 2022. His name, David Ortiz, longtime Boston Red Sox designated hitter David Ortiz elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame this week. Of course, you know, everybody knows him as Big Poppy and was the only eligible candidate that to receive at least the 75% of the votes from the Baseball Writers Association of America. And 
And so that's what it takes to get in. And uh, they only won. But there was nobody last year that would achieved the se- at least more than the 75% of the vote. And uh, so there was nobody that was elected from the uh, BWAOA, if you would if you want to get that like that. Uh, Ortiz was initially signed by the Seattle Mariners in 1992, and he made it, made his major league debut for the Minnesota Twins in 1997. But obviously, everybody knows his legacy is with Boston, as where he spent uh, most, if not all, of his 14 seasons. And just a few highlights for him. Uh, in, in 2004, he played a large role in Boston, securing its first World Series championship since 1918, a run that included a comeback from the 3-0 deficit against divisional rival the New York Yankees to win the American League Championship Series. Uh, his resume with the Red Sox includes being a 10-time All-Star, three-time world champion, along with earning the World Series MVP honors in 2013. So congratulations to him for that dubious honor. Uh, And if you're elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame, obviously you're going to, um, it's going to be awesome. So they did a video of him uh, in his Dominican, in his native Dominican Republic with a lot of people behind him, including uh, another Red Sox favorite, uh, Pedro Martinez, uh, that has gotten elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, he has not, but uh, he was a Red Sox teammate of David Ortiz. So, there you go. The base person of the week for this week on the show is indeed the um, is David Ortiz. Now, Hall of Famer, designated hitter for the Boston Red Sox. There you go. And that is it. We, I really want to get into um, the entire thing with the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame and how certain people... Didn't get in this year, Um, but that might be for another show, and uh, it might be for a commentary. You never know. (laughs) Okay, coming up down the line, we will have your, speaking of, we will have your commentary. So stay tuned, everybody. the curmudgeon commentary for this week uh, here on Voice of the Spartans podcast with yours truly, Will Taylor. Well, I never really thought this would happen. I really didn't think my children would get it and neither my wife or myself. Um, We all contracted Omicron. Yep, that's right. We got COVID-19 and it happened in one of the most inopportune t- in tune times it could ever happen. And, and I know this for everybody has been uh, just inconvenient, to say the least. But we uh, we got it over the Christmas holiday. And it made Christmas <laughs> one for the record books. Let me just say that. Um, we So I contracted COVID first. And I, it was the Sunday before Christmas. And I was laying in bed. At uh, I woke up really late, really early Sunday morning at four o'clock with about a 99.5 degree low grade temperature, and I don't get fevers. I really don't. I do not get fevers at all. There, it's just it's just one of those things. I don't get fevers. And so we sat in bed all day. Took Advil. Uh, took over the counter medicine. Uh, tried to feel better. Didn't feel better. 
uh, got another fever again um, that same the ne- early Monday morning. So I, I was in bed. I wasn't feeling good. And um, got tested on Monday, got in the car, went and got tested, uh, signed up on Sunday. This is, I think this is back when Omicron was really just coming out, sort of, I guess, in, in the state. And so um, came back, got the test, got the results, came back positive, and I sat there and I said, well, <laughs> I guess so. And um, so I got a fever that uh, was fine on Tuesday. Uh, fever broke after about 24 hours. Uh, may, well, I'd call it 36. Nah, about 30, about 30 hours maybe. Because um, I, I had it that morning, Monday morning. Um, and then Wyatt didn't feel good Monday. Monday, he got a fever. He didn't feel good. So he was in bed, down for the count. I mean, he was gone. He was sleepy, not feeling good at all. And, um, you know, so... Ashley and Libby Hunt got get, went and got tested, and theirs came back negative. What the heck? And that was on tu- that was Tuesday, and then um, yeah, I think they maybe they did a rapid test. I don't know. Maybe they did a PCR test. Who knows? Um, but they came back, and we are you know eventually they all got it. Libby Hunt took her forever. Um, she got another test, and it finally came back positive. And we just, you know, she was asymptomatic. Never got it. Never got any symptoms. I think maybe she got a little bit of a sniffle, but that was it. Just kept going around, going, doing her thing. And um, she was fine. Ashley got it Tuesday. Um, it was like in a cycle. I got it Sunday. Why got it Monday. Ashley got it Tuesday. Middle of the night, she woke up with a fever. <laughs> and she woke up and said, all right, I'm taking, I'm taking whatever and went back to sleep slept for 13 hours woke up and said i'm good to go (laughs) you know no other real symptoms and you know i know this affects everybody differently and you know and god knows the cdc and i'm not going to talk about that other guy i just won't do it because it's going to go into politics i'm just not going to do that so but it's one of those things they, you know, we all contracted it. We wore masks inside to try to help it from not spreading and it was spread anyway. And, you know, you're sitting there, you're like, all right, what do I do? You just can't do anything. And so we had to, con- we, so it was the week of Christmas. We were going to have our big uh, Christmas Eve shindig. Didn't have it. We were going to have a lot of people come. It was going to be a big party. We were going to be really excited about it. Well, we couldn't have it. And then, um, so Christmas Day came. It was just us. Uh, we didn't really spend time with Ashley's parents. They came and went. Uh, handed out presents. Wore masks outside. Didn't want to get it. I mean, they're over seventy, so they don't they don't want to get it. Um, and then we were supposed to go to my parents in Little Washington on um, Christmas Day. Obviously, didn't go. And then so we were like, what do we do? I mean, we just sat around. We watched movies. We had Christmas like we usually do. Santa Claus came. Da 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 da. So, and then we finally got to go to our parent, my parents, uh, the Thursday after Christmas. Uh, I was off for the rest of the year, starting around the 23rd. Well, <laughs> I take that back. I was not off, but I was sick Monday through Wednesday, and I was actually supposed to be on my last day of work, supposed to be Wednesday before Christmas. Anyway, so I told y'all this, this, could, this segment could be its own episode because of so many things that there's so many mixtures. No, I, bottom line, I've decided nobody knows anything well they know something they think they know something but then nobody really knows what's going on and nobody and apparently 
You see this all the time. It's a weaker variant of COVID-19. And it is true. I mean, it affects people it affects people differently. But you have to understand, you, you everybody's different. Everybody, you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you want to get vaccines, or get vaccines. By the way, I want to get into that because I'm, and, and I may p- piss people off at the same time while I'm saying it. But the va- they say it's a vaccine. When you get a vaccine, the vaccine is supposed to prevent you from getting said disease or it knocks it out completely. Polio. Get they developed a, vac- a vaccine, gone. Chicken pox. Vaccine, gone. To an extent. Uh, smallpox. Vaccine, gone. You're not going to get it. Well, they came out with the vaccine. We all got shots. I got shots. I'm triple. I'm triple. I got all three of them. You know, I, I just, you know, I wanted to be protected. Whatever happened. I'm older. You know, my children um, are not vaccinated. And they, you know, they got COVID and they were fine. It affects everybody differently. Um, but it's not a vaccine. It is a shot. Quote, unquote, it is a shot. It is a symptom reducer. It keeps you from getting the most major side effects of COVID-19. There it is. I said it. It's not a vaccine. A vaccine gets rid of it and prevents you from getting it. This does not prevent you from getting it. Bottom line, it's a fact, believe it or not. So, let's, um, but to each his own. If you want to wear a mask, go wear a mask. If you want to get vaccinated, if you want to get vaccinated, vaccinated. If you want to get a shot, I'm not going to say vaccine anymore. It's a shot. If you want to get a shot, go get a shot. Go get three shots. But I think this is going to be around for a while. Do I think masks work? I don't know. In my opinion, in this particular variant, they don't. Because if you're six feet away, 10 feet away, 12 feet away, 14 feet, 20 feet away, these airborne pathogens I read an article and or see the video. They travel. You sneeze or you cough, they travel. The mask might prevent it from going out, but it still goes up. If your mask is not, you know, if you're not wearing a mask that is to your nose or whatever, I don't know what they're saying. I really don't understand it. But it gets through it. Believe it or not, yeah, it gets through it. All right, I've gone on a rant. That's why they call it their curmudgeon commentary. I hope everybody who's had it is recovered. And I'm sorry if you're if your family or somebody you know is having problems with it. You know, it's we all it's it's a it's a big fat curmudgeon. As somebody said it close to me. It's a curmudgeon. That's why this is the curmudgeon commentary. Okay. End of rant. Alright, thank y'all so much for listening. We'll be back with the closeout. We're back. Um, I did. Uh, <laughs> I did realize that when I'm going through the show, it's just it's it's gotten to the point where I haven't done the show in so long. But I realized when I got through it, I said, "Oh wait, I haven't done the news of the weird. I haven't done what I <laughs> what I teased in New Year's resolutions." Well, <laughs> we're just gonna have to move that on to next week because I, I just 
or next time, I should say, because if, it's, if I tease next week, it won't happen. <laughs> but um, no, we're gonna uh, we'll move news of the weird to next week because um, I couldn't really find any worthy of news of the weird. So, um, but I did want to talk about this news. The news um, news. The New Year's resolutions. Well, I didn't make one this year. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't make one. And there are a lot of people that do. Your typical, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to diet better. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get strong. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do things. Well, most Americans, they make these. And then a month later, or not even a week, some of them a week, They'll cheat on their diets, they won't lose weight, or they'll stop going to the gym because they think it's too hard. (laughs) I mean, those are some of them. But, you know, it's just, America has gotten lazy. Lazy. America has gotten lazy, y'all. It's it's so sad. And, um, you know, before we go today, I just wanted to touch on this because it is one of those things that, and there are some people, I will give you this, there are some people that make New Year's resolutions every single year, and they stick to them. Bravo. Let me let me just give you a round of applause there. <laughs> you stick to it. I mean, my sister being one of them. She, she, uh, my oldest sister, my middle sister, Janet, I should say. Uh, she makes a New Year's resolution, and she sticks to it. Like, the, she says she's going to work out better. The girl has more mindset when it comes to this stuff and goal setting and she really does an amazing job with that i mean she sets a goal for herself and she goes after it and she does it or she make a new year's resolution i'm gonna run better i'm gonna run a half marathon well dadgummit she goes out and she goes and does it the the girl has some willpower <laughs> willpower <laughs> well there's a way um but but um you know, but to the people who do them and make reasonable New Year's resolutions every year, like, I'm going to read a book. I'm going to go read two books. I want to read more this year. And you go and do it and you pick up a couple of books. If you just want to, if two is your limit, great. You've completed your New Year's resolution. It happens. <laughs> so, bravo. But, you know, most Americans... They make those, I'm going to, I'm going to swim, you know, I'm going to go do this better. I'm going to diet better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go with my significant other and we're going to go to the movies more. We're going to go on more dates. Well, I'm going to tell you this for a fact. If you got, if you want to go on more dates and you can do it, God bless you. But I feel like sometimes I can't even get out of the house. We're so busy. But Actually, you know what? I did make a New Year's resolution. Not really, but I said to myself in the back of my head, I am going to go on more dates with my wife, and I'm trying to. I swear. Ashley, if you're listening, I'm gonna. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it soon. But this weekend, she won't be here. So we're gonna try. We're gonna go. All right. There you go. There is uh, why New Year's resolutions just don't happen anymore. They just people don't don't succeed them. <laughs> like I said, we'll be back next week with the news of the weird. But uh, I wanted to make sure I did this since I did tease it. So, all right, we'll be back. This podcast has been a presentation of Taylor Productions. 
in association with AO Studios high atop 8333 Towers. Thank you all so much for listening wherever you may be on your listening devices. Please share, like, subscribe to the show so you can get notifications on when new episodes are available to you. Follow us on social media, Voice of the Spartans underscore podcast on Instagram. That's Voice of the Spartans underscore podcast, as well as my personal pages. Have a great day and tune in on our next episode. Later, y'all. Thank you so much.